0: They gave me 15 minutes, which ain't long. Just remember, when I come to you every once in a while, you say, How far away are you? Down at the river, right over here, four or five miles. I'm doing my job. You need to do yours. Things will come and go. Men swear by someone greater than themselves. It puts an end to all the the arguments. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs that you and me. Of what was promised. He confirmed it with an oath. There's no one bigger than me. Let's see. Uh, I swear by myself. I will deliver. God's two unchangeable things. It's impossible for him to lie. And he just swore on oath I will deliver you from the grave. I'll remove your sin. I'll deliver you from the grave. I'll give you immortality. All you have to do is believe me, I will do it. It's impossible for him to lie. We who have fled to take hold of the hope offered to us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope. God says, it's impossible for me to lie. And I'm telling you straight up. I will save your sorry hide. I'll save you. Just trust me. So we have this as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. You say, what is he talking about? I want to remind you, brothers, said 2,000 years ago right at it. Now I'm saying it to you. I want to remind you of the gospel that was preached to you. In this case, he did the preaching. Which you received. And this one that we never stress enough, and I'm not quite sure why. I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received. You won't receive it unless you believe it. If you believe it, you will receive it. If you will receive it, then you will proclaim it. You're like, hmm. You receive it and you stand on it. By the gospel, this gospel, you're saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you believed in vain. You mean you could have it and lose it that quick i've done this many times in my life i picked out roughly a thousand and asked them what is the gospel one out of a thousand will tell you that's when god became flesh died on a cross was buried and was raised from the dead It saves you. I want to remind you of the gospel. I preach to you. You receive it. You are standing on it. Standing on the promises of God, our King through eternal. You either have to read it and you get it. Someone proclaims it to you. You hear it. And you say yes. are you sing it. And someone says whoa. Uh, I'm weak. I am strong. Hosanna. Hosanna. Jesus died and rose again. Hosanna. Standing on the promises of Christ the King. You say, standing on them. I have done a lot of proclaiming. It's one way of getting the gospel out. You can pick up your Bible and you can read it or you can sing it to people and they hear it. I just heard the voices. I looked up music. And musical instruments, singing, songs. I ran up on old Jubal in Genesis chapter 4. Jubal, he is the father of everybody after him, his descendants, who plays the stringed instruments. You're, what? You ever notice that some people just have a knack to let a rip? You say, where did they get that from? Because some people just find it easy. They just can play a guitar and you're like, whoa, Jubal. So let me get this right. You got Jubal, the father of all who played the stringed instruments, Genesis 4. And somebody comes along and says, yeah, but God says, if he ever hears you play a stringed instruments in front of him, he's going to fry you. I'm like, what about Jubo? I just have a knack for this. I'm going to give you someone and their ancestors will be known for being able to play the stringed instruments, but under no sec- circumstances will you ever play them in front of me. I'm not getting it. It has nothing to do with anything. So, I will hurry to go to an end. I'm one of your overseers. I must hold on to the trustworthy message as it has been taught. I started with 1 Corinthians 15. I want to remind you of the gospel. I must hold on to that. Because the Apostle Paul said the gospel saves you, if you hold on to the word I preach to you, otherwise you believe in vain. You can turn it loose. So when my name comes up, am I holding on to the trustworthy message I received or what? You say, that guy ain't budged. He had not buzzed in 45 years on that. I mean, he stands on it. I'm on Sunday mornings like here. I'm 15 minutes with you. I'm going across the river. You say, who are they over there? The sons and daughters of God. You know how many sermons I give from right now on Sunday morning to the next Sunday morning? About 12 or 15. During the week. You say, well, what in the world are you doing? It ain't even Sunday. But you're preaching the gospel on Monday? Yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. Thursday? Yeah. Friday? Saturday? Yeah. How do you think the world's going to be saved? The Apostle Paul, was he just joking around when he told the Philippians, contend as one man for the faith? of the gospel i consider my life worth nothing if i may only finish the race and complete the task the lord jesus has given me the apostle paul is saying this the task of testifying to the gospel of god's grace you're like man you cannot just set that down and walk by like it never happened you sit on church pews for 40 years, 50 years, and you never tell a person? How could you do that? I run upon people all the time. I'm down on a river surrounded by guard dogs and guards, weapons, cursed, maligned. You're like, you just keep telling the people. By Jesus. The reason you do, if you're seated in the audience, what we tend to do, 98% of you here and saying, oh, Robinson, he's back on the gospel. You know what you, you know what you erroneously do sometime? I already know that. That's what you say. I already know that. Why don't you get on something else? I already know that, Phil. The person sitting right down few from you. They never heard it. What about them? They're visiting today. They have come to understand. They ought to put their faith, receive the fact that Jesus came down in flesh and died on a cross to take away all the sins they've ever committed. Guaranteed he will raise them from the dead. I'm not telling you that as my brothers and sisters. I know you know that. But you reckon out of this crowd there may be one or two that don't know that. That's the ones I'm talking to. You're to to say good night. He's just in case someone is visiting and they never heard that they're to put their faith in the gospel. It's what saves them. They receive it. They stand on it. He's just making sure that they don't miss it when he has the opportunity to proclaim it. You read it. You proclaim it. You sing it. Right now, I just proclaimed it. Put your faith in it. Believe it. Or give me a better story. You got a better story? What's the story? They're like, I've asked many an atheist, do you have a better story, though? They're like, Ah, uh, all my sins removed. Guaranteed to be raised from the dead. Constant mediating work. Jesus at the right hand of the Father. He's returning to give me life and immortality forever. Uh No, I I never run up on one that topped that one. I'm like, I haven't either. You're not getting out of here alive. Unless what you just heard is true. Believe it. Repent of your sins. I had to. I'm a better man for it. Uh, Confess Jesus as Lord every day. This is this much time Sunday morning. It is a sliver. You walk out those doors, that's when the worship kicks in. So when you're here, I'm sitting over a while ago, I thought, boy, I don't know what I've been missing. We over there at the university, you know, ragtag bunch, you know. You're like, are there many beautiful voices like y'all have more over here? I'm like, now we're not far enough along in numbers, so I sat there and I listened. It brought tears to my eyes. You know why? The Apostle Paul said, "We sing with our spirit. We sing with our spirit. It's in here. You're like, it brings forth tears. We're singing in the spirit." It's a wonderful thing. I love you all. Finally, you walk to a pool of water. Mine was right over there 45 years ago. You walk to a pool of water. Not only do you hear it, believe it, receive it, stand on it, live by it. You say, I obey it you die to sin you are buried with jesus the old you leave him bury him deep leave him raise him up spirit feel like jace was talking about at that moment you're like immortality is his or hers but they better not forget what happened two thousand years ago on their behalf Better hold on to it better stand on it finally Ephesians six ten says, I'll read you that one on the way out the door. What's this? Here's you say. Well, what? What do stand? Stand for what? Stand up and stand against what? What's he talking about? Standing, standing. Check this out. Uh find to be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand. You say, what stand? The one you believe the Apostle Paul, you took him up on it when he said, stand on the gospel. You say, why? Because if you will, it's like armor. You can stand up against the devil's schemes. You died to sin. You were buried and you came up. All of your sins have been removed. You say, but Satan's not done with me if he can get me back. That is correct. And the reason you stand on the gospel, the word of truth, is because it thwarts his schemes against you. You get off out here and you just kind of say, yeah, I got baptized one time, but there was no change of heart. Watch. That's one time in Ephesians 6. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. You better remember that. Demons, the demonic The depraved. Our country is literally falling apart and collapsing because of it. We are struggling against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is big time evil after us. Listen. Therefore, put on the full armor, God, so that when the day of evil comes, you reckon it'll come your way from time to time? You know it's coming. You may be able to stand your ground. That's twice he said that. And after you've done everything, to stand, that's three times in Ephesians 6. Stand firm then. That's four times. You say, Why does he keep saying that? If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, it will save you. If not, you've just believed in vain. I'm back on First Corinthians 15. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckle around your waist. Jesus died and was raised from the dead with the breastplate of righteousness. You say, where'd that come from? I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God for the salvation of everyone. who believe in the gospel a righteousness. It makes you right with God. You said all comes down to it. Finally... I'll end with this, with the breastplate of righteousness, your feet fitted, listen, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of priests. Look, if you've never been baptized, I'll give you five minutes. Make your way down here. I baptize from all over the United States every week. I don't count those because they're all to go, but we all belong to each other. We stay in contact with them, walk down here, say, Phil, I'm ready to be baptized, have my sins removed, and receive God's Spirit. Do it.